ish. When you do a congruency review, the goal of the congruency review is to make everything congruent. My question for you, how should one decide which elements need to be congruent? Because there's so many moving parts. So the first step is getting your Medicare coverage analysis correct, right? So getting your designations correct based on national coverage determination, the local coverage determination in terms of what you're going to bill to the sponsor of the study and what you're going to bill to insurance, right? If you get that piece wrong, the rest of it is going to be wrong, right? So that, that initial step is, 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 you know, very important. And then you need to ensure that the calendar accurately reflects that schedule of events that's in the protocol and those designations that are in the coverage analysis, right? And so um, you can't really do, you know, you can do a quality assurance check on that initial coverage analysis you draft, but obviously there's nothing to do a concurrency review on there. Once you build the calendar, you know, you have to make sure that that calendar matches what's in your, your coverage analysis. Then as you negotiate the budget, Remember, when you're negotiating a budget, you have several touch points on this budget, right? You're not looking at it once. So as you get closer to finalization, you should be checking that that budget matches, you know, the calendar that's that's been built with the coverage analysis designations, you know, overlaid on it. When you get to the end and you do your financial console build, you have to make sure that that matches what's, what's in the budget. If you need assistance with your clinical trial agreements, contact us at darshan at kulkarnilawfirm.com. Now, the other side of the house is a, is a bit easier, right? When we talk about matching between the contract and the budget, that's pretty simple because normally the contract just says one paragraph that incorporates the budget provision, and you're just making sure that the payment terms and the final budget in the, in the contract reflect what was, what was negotiated. The other piece of the contract is the subject injury language, right? When we talk about congruency between the informed consent and the contract, what we're really talking about is the, is the subject injury language. And this can be made easy. The, the, the recommendation I always have for sites is you have your standard informed consent language that your IRB is using for subject injury. You have your standard contractual language that your contract negotiators are using for subject injury. If you're in the realm of your standards, there shouldn't really need to be a congruency review needed because the premises are standards aligned. And then when you deviate from those standards, that's when you need to be talking between the folks doing the ICF and the folks doing the contract to make sure that there is, is alignment there. So that's, that's the congruency review you're doing on the, on the contractual side. If you need assistance with your clinical trial agreements, call me at 302-252-6959.